the Driven Women's Guide to Love, Life, and Business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Girls Gone Boss. I'm Gabby. And I'm Alex. And, and I'm so happy to be I'm back. I'm excited to be back. And I'm excited to really dive into this conversation because I think it's an important one to have. And especially for all of our listeners who are powerful women and entrepreneurs and just women that want extra income. And mm-hmm. I'm happy to be educated today. And I know is, nothing. And please- Please, we already told our guest that she has to excuse our ignorance because we're just not well versed in this space. But this is exactly why we are bringing her on to the podcast. Exactly. So let me get into it. Stephanie Straco, aka Lady Invisible, is an NFT enthusiast who just began her journey in the NFT world last month, believe it or not. But this is how hot this topic is that, you know, it's right now, the, the point of entry is hot right now, and we need to get into that. She lives in Iowa, and she was also the owner of a digital marketing agency for 12 years. And she since transitioned into Web3 marketing and PR for the 400, which is a creative agency built for NFTs. Um, Today, she's going to help us navigate this really exciting world of crypto, NFTs, and how we as women can really, you know, get into that space and kill it because... Clearly, the men are making a lot of money. Welcome, Stephanie. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I am like stoked to bring on more ladies into the NFT space because I'm always like, I stand out. Like I'm like, you know, one of like two or three women that are in the communities I'm in. So I am like all about onboarding more women. I think it's interesting to know about where your interest came about to go into like NFTs and, and what made you kind of transition into that. Right. So this is kind of a funny story, actually. Um, we, I was on a date with my husband and we had been talking about NFTs for a little bit. And so I had already set up my wallet and we'll get into this later. So you know what that is, but I set up my wallet already. And he was like, Hey, do you have your wallet set up? Because this, this NFT is minting right now and I really want it. And he was telling me about it and he was saying, it's called invisible friends and it's minting right now. And I'm like, okay, I've got my, my wallet set up like here, let me help you. So we get on there and he sends me the link and we go to mint this NFT and we mint it, you know, so we pay our thousand dollars and we don't see any NFT. And we're like, what is happening? Like, where's this NFT? Did we do it right? Like, was this the right thing? And then surely we find out like a few hours later, we got scammed. Hmm. We got scammed. And if our invisible friends was not minting, that was not the right link. It was just somebody who put out this link on a DM and we clicked it and we bought it and they just took the money and that was it. So after that point, I basically told my husband, I said, honey, just let me, let me take it from here. Let me, let me figure out what's going on. Let me learn this world. Let, let's make sure this doesn't happen again. And so I then just dove into like the NFT space to make sure we wouldn't get duped again. And I was like learning about the environment and sure enough, they tell you all DMS are scams. Don't fall for it. And so I just took over it from there. And basically I became obsessed with it. The community, 
the people, like the environment that you're in was so fast paced. It was challenging. There was just so many aspects to it that I became obsessed in like days. And then it just started that I was on it constantly all the time. And it all started from being scammed. Wow. Yeah. But what's an NFT? (laughs) (laughs) Number one question. Tell us what's an NFT first and then get into what's minted. We don't, I don't have any idea what that means. Okay. There's there's a lot of vocabulary and jargon that they do. They say it's like a We'll learn about that too. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. We, we've got you. We've got like a whole list of things we're going to learn about today. Like get out your notepads, like write some notes down. Like this is going to be great. So an NFT, what an NFT is, it is um, digital art basically. So I like to explain it that it's digital art and think about like stocks, how stocks go up and down in price based on the value of the company. And then think about like trading cards, like baseball cards or Pokemon cards or something like that, where you're trading them off. You want to get the first version of it and then you're trading it off to other people and it becomes more valuable and increases in money and you're, you're, you're switching it in hands, but everything is digital. So that's sort of what an NFT is. It's like this digital piece of art that you can trade between people and it increases in value based on different perceptions of the community, the project, the art, the team behind the art, the artists, so many different things come into play to to determine the value of an NFT. And so you're able to exchange it on what's called the blockchain, which the blockchain is basically, um, I think of it as like receipts for your transactions. So if you own a really cool NFT, People can actually see the transactions and the history to confirm that you actually own that and that you're not just using an NFT and saying, hey, I own this. Like there's receipts. So it's actually trackable evidence instead of like right now on Web2, what they call it is you can actually just you can post whatever you want online. You can you can say, I own this NFT and you could post, you know, right click, save it. And you could post that picture and it just, you know, that's fine. You can put that online. But on the blockchain, people can actually go through and make sure that you're truthfully saying what you actually own. So it's kind of showing that ownership. So it's kind of an extra level, an added level of security into there. Does that make any sense? Yes, but I have more questions. Yes. Outside of art, Could the NFT be something else? Yeah. So like I have an NFT right now that is actually a ticket. Um, I'm going to NFT land in Vegas in March. um, And it's actually, I had to purchase an NFT as a ticket to get into the event. And so kind of the future of NFTs or what people think the future of NFTs might look like is that you have to have an NFT to go to a concert or go to an event or to get exclusive access into a club or a restaurant or, you know, whatever that may be, it becomes your ticket into that place. Wait, is it like a QR code? Like, I don't, I need to visualize what, (laughs) like, what is that? Is it a QR code? Like if you're getting into a place? Some of them have QR codes, but again, with the blockchain, because you can kind of track that transaction, you have like ID numbers and like, you know, your wallet has a very specific number to it. So you can track, like if I purchase this NFT, they can track to my wallet and like have to confirm and show my actual wallet that like, that's my NFT. Like I actually own it because again, there's the receipts on the blockchain. So you can actually see like 
I in fact did purchase this. It is my ownership. It's to my wallet and everything like that. So it, it shows that direct ownership. Okay. And then the thing that also makes the NFT very exclusive is the fact that it's kind of one-on-one, right? Mm -hmm. And also the collection of the NFT or the artwork is a collection, right? So Mm -hmm. there is only a few made and that's why people, it's like a hot ticket, like people want it and they'll pay whatever to get it. and, And that's how the trading begins, right? Yep, exactly. So most collections have like between five and 10,000 of something. So like, for example, one of the groups that I'm in has like 250,000 people in their discord and discords are, are you familiar with discords at all? Yes. I'm actually in discord. (laughs) Ori, shout out to Ori. You're watching. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Teach me. Okay. So I didn't know what a discord was either. Apparently they use it for like gaming. It's like a way to like communicate. It's almost like a chat room kind of like think of it as a chat room. Like Slack or Teams or, you know. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Kind of like Slack. It's like a hub, like a central hub. You've got all these different channels. Like you've got art channels and mental health channels and ladies only channels. And like you have all of these different channels that basically people can just go to and start chatting in and like having conversations with. And so it's really cool. And so I basically started by getting on the discord and like, that's how I became obsessed with everything. I was like, this is so much fun. I'm talking to people from all over the world. They're so cool. They're so nice. They're so like inclusive. It was just like a really cool, fun environment. Which makes it like very cool community. And also the cool part of it is like, I think the perks is that you're talking to like celebrities if they're part of it. You're talking to like Gary V who's like huge. Oh, in, wow. like, and like, if nothing, you know, so it's like a big community where it gives you access to a lot of people of, of influence as well. So I think that's also a perk to be part of the NFT community. Oh, but now huge. let's go back. Let's go back to the 101 of it so yes we know what an nft is we kind of know the trading part um very well explained by the way thank you and now what do we do i want to start buying nfts what is it that i have to do okay so to buy nfts and i am happy to help anybody with this afterwards so if we want we can put together kind of a material that says you know here's how to build an nft or here's here's how to buy an nft like i'm so happy doing that Um, just to kind of go through the basics, the first thing you need, you need to buy crypto. So cryptocurrency, you need to buy Bitcoin, you need to buy Ethereum, you need to buy Solano, something like that. Um, I buy Ethereum because I'm on the Ethereum network for NFTs. So that's the crypto that I use to purchase the NFTs. And it's, it's kind of the biggest NFT community. Um, you can also buy on Solano and other things like that. But again, Let's start with the basics. We'll go with Ethereum. So you purchase Ethereum through something like Coinbase, Coinbase Pro, Gemini, something like that. Um, Simply you go online, you set up an account, you connect your bank account, you connect your card, you say how much you want to purchase and you purchase it. Then you set up a a wallet. So for my wallet, I started using MetaMask. So again, you go online, you set up a MetaMask. I set it up on my phone first. Um, It was a little bit easier to set up on my phone with my thumbprint. (laughs) It was just a little bit quicker. Um, So I did that and I went ahead and set up my MetaMask wallet. And then I transferred my crypto from my Coinbase into my MetaMask so that it had money in there, basically. So it had currency in there that I could purchase. So then, oh, go ahead. MetaMask, is it kind of like downloading an app? 
It is. Yep, exactly. So MetaMask is just an app. Same with Coinbase Pro or Gemini. It's just an app that you download and you use just as you would like Facebook or Google or something like that. You just sign into your account. It, it's very user-friendly. Um, there's help sections in there so you can figure out how to do it. Um, super easy though. So that is where your crypto will be, currency will be kind of like housed. Exactly. So it's your wallet. It's like, think of it as a, a literal wallet. Like that's where your money is sitting and that's how you're able to make purchases. Got it. Alex, so then, <laughs> what? yeah, I'm, I'm taking it all in, but, um, okay. So I, I have Ethereum, right? I don't mess with it. My husband does that because I have no idea what's happening. So you go, I, I'm just recapping just to make sure I'm understanding you correctly. So yeah. you take you go to Coinbase, you get your crypto, and then you move your crypto to what's it called again? To MetaMask. Uh, MetaMask. And your that's wallet. where your your wallet. And then with that, you're able to finally purchase NFTs. Yep. Are all NFTs they are housed there? No. So ah. MetaMask is just the wallet. So Got it's it. just where your money is. It's where you keep your NFTs. Um, most NFTs to buy them, I go on like OpenSea.com or LooksRare.org. I go on one of those two websites, and that's where I generally will buy an NFT from if I'm buying it off of secondary, which this kind of goes into that mint thing. So you want to mint an NFT. And what it means to mint an NFT, it means that you are the first person buying it, that you're buying it from the original artists and that you're buying it at the lowest price that it's ever going to be. And you're going to be the first owner of it. So you want to mint NFTs. Like that's, that's what everybody wants to do because it's, that's how you make the most money if you mint it. Now, and wait, so, I'm sorry, oh, yeah. wait. So do you, do you, are you bidding against other people to be that first one or are, or are you automatically see something like a shopping cart and you just buy it? So the way that it works in this community is you actually want to be on, um, most communities are doing what's called a whitelist or like an early access list where you get on this early access list and that allows you to mint. So in order to get on that early access list, you go into these discords and you communicate with, you know, individuals and you hang out and you have fun. And the moderators that are in these discords, so the people that are just over there, you know, making sure everything's going okay, talking to people, making sure if people have questions, they're answering those questions. The moderators can give you early access. So you earn your mint spot in most cases. Sometimes you can public mint, which means you can just, they'll say, we're minting at 2 p.m. on the 28th, and here's the website it's going to be at, and you just go to that website, and you just hope you're one of the first ones in to mint, and you hope you can mint it. So it's it's a little bit of a game. So that was what Ori meant by saying that at the Discord, you get a lot of leads. Oh. Yes, yes. I'm taking notes, guys. I'm getting this. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> so it's like, it's a little bit of a competition sometimes because you like go into these discords and you're trying to earn these early access spots. And the way you get them in a lot of cases is by being a good vibe, like by being cool in the community, like talking to people and like being positive and like engaging and interacting like that's how you earn early access spots in a lot of cases so like i earned early access for invisible friends 
by vibing with the community, by just talking to everybody and like having a fun time and like being there. So it's really cool. It's invisible friends. Um, just, uh, like a community within the discord or is it a collection it's a collection it's a project yep please oh okay cool yep yep mm-hmm. that's actually where i met aurelio um i was in invisible friends that's the one that we got scammed on and then i joined it for real after we got scammed and learned all the like insides and out and everything and that's where I met my first like Discord family. I call it my roller gang. Um, so we all owned rollers, mood rollers, which is a collection of NFTs. And if you owned that collection of NFTs, you had a better chance at getting early access for invisible friends. So we all owned these rollers. And by owning them, you got access to a specific channel in the Discord. So it was like, exclusive access to the specific channel. And so we all chatted in this specific channel because we were all rollers and we became this big family. Like now we call each other roller gang. We move from project to project together. We network together. We're all meeting up in Vegas together to like, like meet each other in real life. Like that's how like close we've all gotten over this past month and a half. It's been really crazy. Wow. So it's really like a community you, you network and, um, but damn, you guys are competing for the same NFTs. Yeah, but they're sharing exactly. it. But you guys are sharing it though, right? Like you guys buy into it together in a sense or no, because right. it's one. I don't. Well, so like there's like 5,000 of them. So yes, there is a competing aspect because you're competing against for those 5,000 spots. But there's something about the NFT world that. If you win, I win. Exactly. And very much so like. Like all of my friends will send me like information on other projects and say like, hey, did you get in on this project? Or hey, this project is minting next week. Like make sure you get in or like, hey, you can earn early access by doing this. Make sure you do this. Everyone is like sharing the wealth. Like there's very much an abundance theory around the NFT community because there's so much money in the space that we're all going to make it. Like this comes back to that language that we talk about. Wagme is a term that everyone uses in the the NFT community, W-A-G-M-I. And it means we are all going to make it. So we really are all going to make it because everyone is such, such a tight knit community. And there's no like jealousy of like, oh, you got early access and I didn't. And like, oh, you got to mint that project and I didn't. Like, it's such a team thing. It's really cool. Well, speaking of money and the lucrative part of NFTs, how do you start, you know, kind of generating a financial earning from it? And how can you make, because now you're a full-time doing this, right? Mm -hmm. 100% making a living off of NFTs. Yep. NFTs and marketing NFTs. Wow. So tell us how can someone, you know, start creating some, some financial gain from Yeah. So do your research, um, find projects that you're hearing people talk about. Um, I usually start on Twitter. Um, Twitter has a whole NFT side of Twitter that you'll see. Everyone's talking about crypto. Everyone's talking about NFT. Like it's a whole other side of Twitter that some people don't even know is there, but it's a big side of it. I find that is a good place to do my research. And I kind of hear what the buzz is and what the new projects that people are talking about. And basically from there, I joined their Discord. I get in their Discord. I start talking to the community and I try to mint. I try to get an early access so that I can mint. And then what happens is when you mint, 
you watch the price and it goes up usually right after mint. Um, there is a period where it kind of dips down a little bit after people sell off for a little bit. And then it goes back up again, usually is kind of the pattern. Um, so you just kind of try to time it right. You can list it for sale at a really higher level. Um, my strategy, what I tend to do is I try to buy three of everything or mint three if I can. One, I sell right away to gain my money back. So I will list almost immediately for whatever profit I need to gain my money back on what I spent in. The second, I'll usually sell after it's pumped up. So if there's a run where the, the price is going up, I'll sell when I feel like it's close to the top. And then a third one, I usually keep forever because you just never know if it's going to pop off later on or if it's just all of a sudden going to go up. You want to kind of keep that on for later or you want to keep it so that you have access to whatever that community is offering. Wow. So there is definitely a strategy to the madness of NFTs. Um, and what the cool thing is that when you do get an NFT, like the community kind of like celebrates with you, right? Yeah. Change your profile picture to it. Like it's a whole thing, right? Yeah, totally. It's like a thing. Like everyone's like, oh my gosh, did you just mint, you know, like invisible friends? I keep saying because it's, you know, my first one and everyone's stoked and so excited about it because it's a big project now. And so if you tell people like, yeah, I'm in early access for invisible friends, they're so excited for you. They're like, oh my gosh, how did you get that? That's impossible to get. Like, that's so cool. Like you're going to be set up for life. Like, that's really cool. Like so celebratory and like, you want to show it off. It's like a, it's a status symbol a little bit. Um, so, you know, people do, they show off what they have. You see everyone's Twitter pictures. You see everyone's profile pictures, um, online you're anonymous in the NFT world. So this is kind of weird for That's me. You're lady invisible. That's why I'm lady invisible. Exactly. Exactly. So is that your superpower name? It should be my superpower. <laughs> your name. alter ego. It's my, my alter, alter ego. ego. Hero name. Yes. Yes, exactly. It definitely is my alter ego. And it's funny because in the NFT space, no one knows your real name. No one knows who you are. No one knows what you look like. Like everyone is pretty much anonymous unless you work on a project. And I work on projects behind the scenes. I do marketing for behind the scenes on projects now because I became so obsessed with NFT world that I decided to take my career and make it now in NFTs and web three space. And so it's kind of cool because no one really knows who you are and you can kind of make up whatever persona you feel comfortable with. And you have sort of a, a veil between you, but like with this, I'm fully doxxed. Um, you know, they say that's a term, they call it doxxed. And so we, we say that that's another like weird term that we use and it means to reveal who you really are. So today by doing this, I'm fully doxing myself. Everyone's going to see what I look like for the first time, like know my name. <laughs> wow. So that's cool. It's an exclusive interview we have. This is exclusive. Exactly. <laughs> Well, this is who Stephanie, I mean, Lady Invisible is, yeah. by the way. Well, that's amazing. That's so cool. I love it because I think it also takes away like the pressure, like, which is like everything opposite of like social media, yes. like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that, that where your face and your, you know, you want to make sure you look perfect. And yeah. what do they say? Did they like me? And now it's just like a community where nobody's worried about that. Exactly. Like half the time, like I don't look like this when I'm talking to my friends. I have like 
you know, I've got my hair up, you know, like this, we've got a bun, we've got, you know, craziness. I look like a, a homeless person half the time. It's fantastic. It is such a cooler environment than being on normal social media. <laughs> no, but sorry. And does everyone have to take a name? Like nobody wants to be called their own name. Yeah. Most people don't use their own name. Most people use a, like a pseudoname or like a, you know, a fake name, like you know, Aurelio, well, Aurelio has Aurelio, you know, but like some people have like, so funny. I know him as his real name. Well, (laughs) but you know, whatever. Exactly. Um, (laughs) But like everyone has like a different name. Like I picked lady invisible because I was in invisible friends and I noticed that everyone had lady invisible. And my first username was SS Stranko. And I used my LinkedIn picture as my photo for like the first, when I first got on discord and everyone was like, oh my gosh, is that you? When Nobody does that. Didn't you know? And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. So like, I quickly changed it to a different picture. Like I bought an NFT quickly so I could change it and like change my name. I came up with lady invisible, like randomly. And now it's stuck. Love it. Now, can everybody create an NFT and then sell an NFT? Or Mm -hmm. is there like, Tell me about that because I, I'm interested in that aspect of it. Yeah, that. yeah, you can. You're talking about buying, but you're talking about like, can I make some money as an artist? Uh, yeah, you totally can. Anybody can make a project. I think that the thing behind projects is you have to have great art and you have to have a great team. And that great team and great art has to build a great community. I think those are the three factors that lead to what makes or breaks a project. And so you could absolutely create your own art. You could get together, you know, if you're an artist yourself, you can, you know, come up with a concept, um, you know, what that's going to look like. It's usually generative art. So what that means is you create art in layers and then you put it into a program. And in that program, you actually, um, it like auto spits out versions of whatever you did. So it like smashes those layers together. And that's how you come up with the five or 10,000 versions of it. You're not like custom making each 5,000 of those, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. There's a way to do it. Um, It's generative art, which is really cool. Like I'm just now learning about generative art and it's really cool to watch. Um, So that's, yeah, that's how you would pull it together. It's kind of like getting the PSD and then you're doing different versions of it. Exactly. Oh, wow. But, I didn't. But, but you have to have a team in place for your project in order to get it out there and sell it. Otherwise, it's, it's not like, like a single team. Like people are going to want to get excited about the NFT and the project. And if there's no excitement behind it or. Then no, there's no one who's going to buy it. Right. Right. Know about it. right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and you need a team to do things like you need moderators for your discord, because eventually you're going to have thousands of people on discord and you can't just let people talk about whatever they want. Otherwise you're going to get really scary stuff in those conversations. So you need moderators in there who can facilitate those conversations, who can ask questions to people, who can kick people out if they need to be kicked out, who can, you know, give people early access because, you know, you're having to point out those people who are like active in the community that get early access. So you need team members like that to help you run. I mean, it's a business. It really is. It's running a business. Well, now we know obviously that the NFT community is overwhelmingly male, which it's fine. I think, you know, maybe we just need to get educated more on it. How, you know, how can we get more women to be excited about the growing community and being part of the NFT community? Yeah. Um, I mean, dive in like, 
that's my biggest thing. It's like, dive into it. Like, don't dip your toe in, like dive in full force, go into Twitter and like read everything that everyone's saying about it. Get excited about projects, go into a discord that you think a project is cool and just start talking to people and like asking questions. Um, the really cool thing about this community is that when I first came in, I knew nothing about it. I had just got scammed. So I came in like knowing nothing. I didn't even know what an NFT was. I, I knew, you know, enough that it was art and that you could sell it and then you could make money for it. But that was really as far as I got. And I jumped into these discords and started asking questions and all of these mostly guys, some girls, mostly guys though, gave me so many answers and like helped me out so immensely when I first came in. So like dive right in, ask questions. Don't be afraid that you're going to look stupid because everyone, they may make fun of you for like two seconds in some cases and just be like, oh my gosh, you don't know what MetaMask is. Like that's hilarious. But do they know, tell you, but do they know that you're a female or do they, 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 they don't know your sex. They don't necessarily have to know your sex. Now I had my name as lady invisible and I still get called bro, man, sir, dude, (laughs) like all the time. And so I'm the person who I'll be like, it's sis here, not bro. Like I tell them that because I want them to know, Hey, I'm here. Like I'm making a splash. Like I'm not a man. Like I'm, I'm a little sassy. So I'm kind of like in their face about it, but some women don't even tell them that they're women. Like they go in there and pretend that they're men and just kind of like hide behind the, you know, anonymity. And I understand that. But I am definitely much more from the make your presence known, make a splash, be big, be bold, take up space, um, because that's the only reason the guys are going to know that we're here to stay. Love Absolutely. It. Of women, um, the collection of word of women, world of women, sorry. Yes. Um, that's another art. That's an artist. That's a woman that created this collection, this project, Right. Um, is there other projects that are like women run that we should know about that we should maybe check out? And if we're interested, maybe start there. Cause we could start supporting yeah. by buying NFTs that are made by women. Exactly. A hundred percent. And that's where I started. If you look at my collection of what I have so far, I probably have like 80% women owned NFTs because to me that was really important. And so I have like crypto chicks. Um, one of my favorite NFTs and they're currently pumping right now. So they're like going up in price right now. So grab one if you can, Um, but they're like higher price right now. They're doing fantastic. They're doing so good. Um, Great art, really cool profile pictures. If you see my profile picture, she's a crypto chick. Um, I love them. Women Rise is another one. That's a really good smaller project um, that's kind of coming up now. Um, there is dead fellers, um, by miss, miss Betty. Um, she's got that. That's a huge project. It's doing really well. It's another women owned project. Um, boss beauties is doing really well. Um, goodness. What are some other ones? So I just Googled uh, world yeah, of women. Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah. Really so, cool art. So then they you're able to, to own a piece. Too. Yep. Wow. Exactly. And you get different benefits by owning that. So like world of women is now one of the top, top, top of the women owned NFTs that they have so many different benefits. Like by owning a world of women, you get whitelist or early access list for other projects, 
just because you own a world of women. Um, so that's your benefit. You also get access to exclusive like content from world of women. Like sometimes these projects will have, um, like exclusive merchandise drops that you get, or they'll partner with other businesses and you'll be able to get benefits from those businesses and different things like that. So there's so many benefits to owning beyond just owning the piece of art. What else do you have in that wallet of yours? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> I turned full degen. Like as soon as I came into this, like I have spent, oh my gosh, it's unbelievable how much I've spent at this point, but I've made money. So it's good. But every time I make money, I just keep going, oh, but there's this NFT that I want. And my husband's like, aren't you going to take out any money and like not spend it again? <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, I'll get there. I promise. But I just keep buying more NFTs. Like it's so addicting. I'm just like, Oh, Oh, this so, new one just came out. Like I need that one. <laughs> so what but, are some, what, but what are some mistakes that you've made along the way that you've learned from now? Oh gosh. Well, first of all, all DMS are scams. We learned that one. <laughs> Everybody DMS are scams. Do not click on that link. DMS are scams. Do not click on links that people send you. Um, make sure that you're only looking in the official link section in the discord when you're minting. Um, some other things that I've learned that are pretty important are um, make sure you have a um, like a cold wallet. So this is a cold wallet. It looks just like a little USB, but it's a safe place to. So MetaMask is on my phone and is an app. And so I have my NFTs in my MetaMask and I have my cryptocurrency in my MetaMask. But what I do is I move my more important stuff and like my cryptocurrency that I'm just holding that I'm not going to spend. I put it on my cold wallet so that people can't hack into it because the only way you can get into this is if you have the passcode, it's connected and, and you do a bunch of two-factor authorization. Oh, wow. It's super, super like tight. Yeah. Like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Because think about it. Some of these NFTs cost $50,000 each. Right. So we're not talking about, you know, some of them are small. They start at, you know, maybe costing $2,000, but then they grow in price. And all of a sudden you have an NFT that's worth 50 K. You don't want that in a non-safe place where anybody can grab that and, you know, potentially hack you or pull that from you. Um, so yeah, that, that was one thing that I learned that once you start having like significant amounts of NFTs in your wallet, you definitely need to get a cold wallet. So that you said though, in your, in your community, you only click on the links that are that are there in the, what did you call it? That yeah, are... it's in the official link section in the Discord. So there's always like an okay. official link section in the Discord. And that usually has like the Mint link, the OpenSea link, all of their Instagram and Twitter and all of that stuff so that you can see these are the official places to go for this particular project. But how do you, how do you avoid not getting scammed there? What it, Can't somebody do a fake one and create a fake dis, uh, link Discord yeah. and then you buy into it? You can. Um, so I generally say to anyone who is making a purchase, if you're rushing into a purchase, like when I did the first invisible friends thing that my husband sent me and he was like, Oh, it's minting. We have to do this. We did it so quickly and it wasn't working for us. Like when we first clicked on it, it wasn't working. So we had to keep clicking on it. And that should have been a telltale sign to me that like, this is not right. <laughs> this is not good. So I think it's like having some common sense and realizing like if something seems fishy, like making sure you're looking in URLs that there's not an L instead of an I, mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in small cases like that, I think it's just kind of being extra 
you know, diligent about what you're doing and making sure you're checking in with your friends too. Because again, this community is so helpful that you can just simply say, Hey guys, is invisible friends minting right now? And most people are going to be like, Oh my God, no, don't click on whatever link you're Mm. going to. (laughs) Interesting. And then how is that community different from other communities that you've experienced? Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's insanely positive and uplifting. Like no other online community that I've been in, in at all or involved in has been this uplifting and positive. Like everyone is so like, like I can go into a discord at any hour of the day, three o'clock in the morning, and there's people to talk to, and you can talk to them about anything. You can talk to them about NFTs. You can talk to them about life. You can talk to them about your goals, your dreams. You can talk to them about having a bad mental health day. I mean, it's so uplifting and positive, which is just not always the case in other social media. No, we know, we know about that. It reminds me of, um, club space a little bit, like from what you're talking about, (laughs) like the rooms and stuff like that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Club space, clubhouse. Yeah, clubhouse. clubhouse. I'm sorry, clubhouse. <laughs> Are we going to the club? <laughs> we're going to the we're going to space. The space is a oh yeah, terrible. But in, but in this case, is just yeah, like writing. That's that's what I think has been the the most exciting part is the community part. Also, the part of you saying the positive and like very uplifting. Like a lot of the projects also have like um I don't know if sh- I should say philanthropic kind of mm-hmm. uh base to them or uh, it, it, that's also what would interest you of okay I'm gonna go into that because that speaks to me and but a lot of these collections have like kind of like a like a purpose behind them as well mm-hmm. a lot of them do a lot of them I mean because they make millions and millions of dollars like we're not talking about small amounts of money here like these projects are making a crap ton of money So it makes sense that they have some sort of give back measure in place to make sure that they're doing something positive with all that cash that they're about to make. And so a lot of places will have like, they call them roadmaps. And so it'll be like, here's our roadmap for what's going to happen after mint. Once we mint, you know, a hundred percent, we're going to give 10% of our minting price back to, you know, XYZ charity or whatever, or we're going to give it back to the community by, Um, some places will have like community, like DAOs where they have like funds, like banks, like centralized banks for their community members, where they can actually put in applications and basically say, I want a loan because I want to, I want to do, you know, X, Y, Z, and here's what I want to do. Can you help me out with it? And they're literally, they'll give them money like to, to do whatever it is their dreams are. So there are really cool, like give back measures in place. I love it. Um, anything with a purpose, I think is, is exciting and it, you know, it, it just makes it more of, um, exciting to, to be a part of, right. Um, how can brands get into NFTs or how can brands maybe like partner with like NFT collections or create their own collections to maybe launch a product or bring visibility to, to a service? I don't know how do brands, how can brands be involved? Because I only think that this is just the beginning of NFTs. So it'd be great to see how uh, brands can include this in the, like, their marketing mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we're starting to see that. So we're starting to see big brands come over into the NFT space because they're trying to follow wherever their audience is going. So they're trying to get there ahead of them. And so we're seeing brands that are starting to enter the space who are, some are creating their own collections. A lot of them are teaming up with other collections 
Um, it's interesting. I find that the perspective of brands coming in and creating their own collections, I'm not a huge fan of at this particular moment. I'm sure that'll change. But right now, I always find that when celebrities and brands come in on their own and try to create NFTs, it feels a little cash grabby, like they're just coming Unauthentic. into it. Right, exactly. Like it doesn't seem like they're there for the right spot. But when they team up with another existing NFT that's already like art-based, team-based, community-based, and they come in and they partner with them, I think that's where they can really make the biggest difference. And, you know, putting out merchandise, putting out, you know, products, um, creating exclusive events, you know, creating exclusive opportunities and things like that. I think there's a lot of opportunity for big businesses in this space. I know it's exciting. Yeah. Right. It's like just at the beginning. So it's like, you could come in as a brand and like partner with an NFT And you, I mean, you're so early to this space that like you have just this unlimited opportunity to do whatever the hell you want. Like, it's really cool. Yeah. Maybe we need to talk to like, we need to talk to somebody. The women, like, hello, how you doing? Um, Yes. So another thing, okay, let's get into the slang. Okay. Yeah. We learned about minting. We're pros at that. We know the meta. Meta mask. MetaMask. <laughs> um, we are in this together. Or mm-hmm. we're we going to make it. Yeah, we're going to make it. <laughs> we're going to make it. I'm like remixing all of them. So I love it. <laughs> yeah. So like doxed is like revealing yourself. Um, there's not going to make it NGMI. So like we'll say like not going to make it. Like so somebody will be like, oh, you got scammed. You're not going to make it. Or like. They'll say things like somebody will give you like advice. They'll tell you like, I think you should do this, 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 and this. And then they'll be like, but not financial advice, which just means like, take it as it is, you know, like this isn't like financial advice, but it kind of is like, it's so everything in NFT world is like almost sarcastic. If that makes sense, like not financial advice is kind of a sarcastic thing to say, because it's like, it is financial advice, you know, but you're just kind of saying like, but don't yell at me if that goes wrong. (laughs) Right. Like less accountability. If you exactly, there's, there's a term I hear all the time, which is diamond. What does that mean? I'm like being a diamond. Yeah. What is diamond hands? So diamond hand means that you're going to hold on to a NFT forever. You're not going to sell it. And then there's paper hands, which means you sell it as soon as it's going to make any money. And so it's kind of funny because people will make fun of you for paper handing things. You know, occasionally they'll be like, oh, you paper hand something at two ETH when, you know, in three days it could have got up to five ETH or something like that. And so, you know, people always will say things like that, or I'm diamond handing this project. I'm never going to let it go. Like everyone says about invisible friends, you know, I'm diamond handing this project. I'm never going to sell it. Which, you know, we all know that that's not realistic. At some point in time, you're probably going to sell it. Like not, most of us are not going to be diamond hands in this case. Some of us, occasionally, some projects, I'm going to diamond hand a few things. But in most cases, you're trying to flip it for profit. Right. At least we know that your third one, you're going to be diamond, diamonding it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I'll diamond hand it. The third one. (laughs) How much money do you think would be like the minimum to kind of, you know, get your feet with NFT? Oh, you could start with like 200 bucks. I mean, if you minted an NFT, they mint for, you know, like between like two and $700 is kind of an average mint price. Oh yeah. Every collection. Oh. 
A lot of the cases. Yeah. I mean, all these collections can choose their own mint price and kind of, you know, pick and choose what they do, but the average is like between like, I think it's like 0.08 and 0.1 ETH. And so that's, and I don't know the, the correct price it is right now because cryptocurrency just like took a whole spin. And so it's like, I don't know what the current value of cryptocurrency is at the particular moment, <laughs> but it's between like 200 and $700 is like usually what you mint something for. Okay. And um, for instance, the other collection that's pretty big, I see a lot of artists with the apes. Yes. Um, what? Did those start minting at two to 700? No. Oh my gosh. I don't know what they minted at. I, yes, probably. They probably minted for less than point. Oh yeah. They're worth like 50 ETH right now or something like, or like, what is a board ape worth? I think like, like 80 ETH or something. It's something like hundreds of thousands of dollars, like, like, like a lot of money for these board apes. Like they're worth a lot of money. That's like the elite. If you have that on your profile picture, you're like baller. Yeah. Right now, right now the the price of entry is 52 ether or 210,000. Wow. Yeah. Insanity. Yeah. It's the first time I hear or see these apes. Yeah. Very cute. Very cute. I think Jay Balvin has one. Um, A couple of other artists. Yeah. Celebrities do. Eminem has one. Snoop has one. I'm pretty certain. Um, There's a bunch of people. Paris Hilton has one. So Alex. Hi. I feel like when Ryan gets home with Riley, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be asking be like, him. Let's knit. You're gonna yeah. send me messages later, and you're gonna be like, oh, oh, "I just bought an NFT." I need Gabby to give me your number because I'm gonna be texting you. Got you. Got you. Oh yeah, I think so too. I, we definitely want. I want to get into this. Yes. Um, um, Ori's been trying to get me excited about it, but I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> but that's part- what she said. You have to get in it. Once you're you in, you have to jump. Right. And part of the reason why I wanted to have this podcast was like, man, how many other women are in our same boat? And that's yeah. why there isn't that many. Yeah. So I really appreciate your time. How can people connect with you if they want to start, you know, diving? Yeah. Find me on Twitter, um, Lady Invisible. So it's Lady, L-A-D-Y, and then Invisible has a missing I because, you know, people take names and so someone already had it. So it's Invisible, I-N-V-S-I-B-L-E. So Lady Invisible without an extra I in there. Amazing. And if you want to like plug in anything else you're doing, any of your other services, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, definitely follow me on Twitter in my bio. You'll see I'm with the company, the 400. I do marketing for, um, NFT projects now. So I'm taking what I was doing in real life, kind of in my in real life job. And I've now migrated it over into web three space. And so I'm doing marketing and behind the scenes for these projects. Um, one project that I'm on, which just is going to mint here soon is called loser club. Um, and it's with this really cool artist. His name is Javon and like, it's just such cool art. Um, and we've got a really cool community already started. So I would definitely encourage you to check that out. Um, but pop into my bio and see what I'm up to, because I'm definitely always working on new projects. Um, clay friends is another project I'm working on. Um, I'm actually a moderator for clay friends, which (laughs) 
I don't know how that happened. Um, Trent, the artist, like reached out to me and a bunch of my friends are connected to that group now. And it is so much fun working the behind the scenes of these projects. So come find me in Clay Friends. I'm there talking to everybody all the time. And yeah. Clay Friends in the Discord. In the Discord. Yep. So if you find my or if you find my Twitter, you'll find Clay Friends Twitter and you can find the Discord through their Twitter. Amazing. I'm gonna find you. Yes. <laughs> I will welcome you with open arms. We'll Thank just jump you. right in. Thanks. By the way, um, towards the end of our interviews, we always try to guess the the guest's uh, astrological sign. <laughs> yes. So kind of like, you know, after we've talked and we've like really kind of dissected your personality and, mm -hmm. your, you know, what you've talked about. I, I don't know, Alex. What do you no, think? No clue. So I can only take a guess and it's just a guess for zero reason. I'm going to say Aries. Oh my fucking God. No, I got <laughs> it right. Wow. See, this is the first time that I guess just to guess without really thinking that's what it is. And I actually get it right. Oh my wow. gosh. That's so good. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you did that. I'm totally a March baby. I'm like so excited because NFT, um, NFT land in Vegas is in March and it's actually the weekend over my birthday. And so we're going and meeting all of our NFT friends in Vegas and like having a birthday party. It's going to be That's a great time. Awesome. So ladies, if you need to go to Vegas, I'm just telling you, it's a great time. <laughs> That's great. Wow. Well, that was a good job, Alex. Uh, thank you. We Finally. totally we had, One two other, we had two other interviews before you and we failed. Yeah. Miserably. <laughs> yeah. I would never be able to guess. Third time to charm. Sagittarius. Yeah. But usually we get them right. So yeah. No, usually Gabby gets it right. I always get it wrong. <laughs> But anyway, so just remind, remind everyone where they can find you. And um, thank you again. This was amazing. I think this was a great crash course on NFTs. I think we have a lot more to learn, but the only way to learn is just to dive in. Exactly. Yes, maybe we'll do an NFT 102 sometime and we'll like Ooh. walk through how to do things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Share screen. Yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, yes. Find me on Twitter, Lady Invisible on Twitter. Um, find me, connect with me. Uh, find me in Clay Friends. Um, talk to me. I love talking to everybody. If you need help on anything, please reach out. Um, I'd be happy to help and uh, get you into this space. And thank, thank you, you so ladies, much. so much for having me on. This was so fun. Thank you. It's been lovely. You made it so like easy to just yeah. dissect and I mean digest and just now I feel oh, like wow. Let me learn some more slang. I'm gonna go into <laughs> a Discord and just be like. We all gonna make it. Yes. I'm gonna and go into everyone the everyone will be like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. All of our YouTube friends, all of our listeners, all over our platforms, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Thank you so much. I hope 2022 brings you lots of amazing things, extra income. Remember, NFTs are out there. Don't sleep on this. Um, so we're always trying to bring you tools for your toolbox. And I hope this one is an extra one. So thank you for joining us. And till next time. Till next time. Thank you, everyone. Till next Bye. time. We're all going to make it. We're all going to make it. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh, yeah.